And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Hello again, once again, everybody. Welcome back to the show that never ends, seemingly, or at least it keeps coming back like a bad penny. Here we are, saluting all of our listeners around the world and, of course, in Rochester, where we're carried by WRFZ, FM 106.3, Rochester Free Radio. Thanks very much to Mary Perry, accredited disability representative in Rochester, who underwrites the David Bowers Awards on Rochester Free Radio. And we're bringing back an old friend of ours we haven't heard from in a while. He's uh, frequents our show with new releases, and we're proud to have his latest right now. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Jerry Hall, and the song is You're My Lady. Not 
You're my lady. That's uh, Jerry Hall from our British subsidiary over there in in England. Thank you very much, Jerry Hall. Pleasure, as always, to introduce one of your new songs. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, you can find that. Just check out Jerry Hall online. You can find out uh, his new song, his new album, where to find them, and all the necessary information. Thank you, Jerry. Best of luck to you. And thank you for sharing your new music with us here on the David Bowers Awards, where every show is an award show, which makes all of our guests automatic award winners. We thank our house band, Titty Bingo, who provide our theme music. And be sure to check out their music at tittybingo.com online. They have some great old rock and roll there that'll set your toe tap and guaranteed some great stuff. It's always time to play Titty Bingo. And remember, you can contribute to this show because we accept your suggestions for award winners. And uh, it's really very simple. If you have someone that you think has done something really great or really stupid that's musically drop us a line at David at the davidbowers.com and uh, we'll consider it. Put awards in the subject line and tell us who and why you think they're deserving of a music award here on David Bowers Awards. We'll get to it. Take a look, listen, and who knows? Maybe we'll use your suggestion right here on the show. And as a matter of fact, we have a uh, we have an award winner this week. This one's going to be a little bit different, but. Uh, it's timely, and uh, I think it's appropriate, too. And this week's award, our first The David Bowers Award of the Week, goes to a song and the songwriters. We are going to, since it's Valentine's Day, as I said, I thought this was an appropriate award. Uh, We are awarding the David Bowers Award to probably the single greatest Valentine's song of all time. I know not everyone's going to agree with me, but hey, it's my show, and I say this is my choice. And that's a pretty bold statement. This is my choice as the all-time greatest. (laughs) Valentine song, originally in 1937 as a jazz piece, composed by uh, a dynamite team who gets so much classic, Richard Rodgers and Hart. Money Valentine, a show tune from the 1937 Rodgers and Lorenz musical, Babes, or rather Rodgers and Hart uh, musical, Babes in Arms. And it was introduced by former child star Mitzi Green and became so popular a jazz standard that it appeared over 1,300 albums, been performed by 600 artists, virtually every major artist to come along in the last, uh, oh, what, the last seven decades. I mean, artists from, uh, what, Frank Sinatra to Ella Fitzgerald, even Frankie Valley had a stellar version of it. In 2015, it was announced that the Jerry Mulligan Quartet, featuring Chet Baker's version of the song, was inducted into the Library of Congress's National Recording Registry for the song's cultural, artistic, and or historical significance to American society and the nation's audio legacy. Mulligan also recorded the song with his concert jazz band in 1960. Our salute on the David Bowers Awards to my choice as the top 
all-time Valentine's song and to the Valentine of your life as we run down on Valentine's Day 2019. John Bon Jovial. Well, good afternoon, good morning, good evening. Uh, I think that was a, a line from a movie, uh, wasn't it? Um, good afternoon, good evening, good morning, and yeah. good night. Uh, yeah, seems, yeah, but uh, it seems to yeah. be. Uh, and but yes, we've shot is, that uh, all the heck. <laughs> yeah, we, we did. That, that one was pretty uh, – that one was about as impressive as the Super Bowl. So, yeah, that's uh, – <laughs> I think we're on to, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're, we're getting way off subject here, uh, but we I know that we've got a pretty, well, unfortunately, I am your, your faithful indentured servitude subject, so here I am. Okay, Tonto, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> yeah, right. Kimosabi. Uh, we've got a pretty good show today, I know that. Uh, I think that we've got a couple of uh, pretty good guests. It was nice to hear the new record, though, from Jerry Hall. I know that his following over in the U.K. is just getting larger and larger every month, and uh, we keep hearing from his fans wondering when we're going to be playing his new music. So I think we got enough of them this time that we were actually able to convince Jerry to get this song to us a little early, weren't we? Yes, we were, and he is uh, he is growing an audience over here in the states too. And perhaps one of these days we get him to come over and uh, and do a, a tour here in the uh, in the states. Absolutely, but uh, we do have uh, a young lady named Tracy Morris coming up. We do indeed, and uh, I think you're going to like her music. She's got some some really neat, nice sounds that she does, and uh, we're going to be featuring one of her uh, previous singles, a, a song called Chica, and we're also going to be featuring her newest and the one that she's hoping we're all going to fall in love with called Your Love is Making Me High. Right here on the David Bowers Awards, and uh, I'll tell you what, Let's get to it and bring on Tracy Morris and a song called Chica. Time waiting for the right one. 
by Tracy Morris, who's here to chat with us right now. Tracy, come on in and say hello. Hello, how are you? We're doing just great, thanks. How are you doing? I'm fine, fine, happy to be with you. And we are so happy too. This is the first time we've talked to someone in the Middle East. We've talked to people around the world, and I understand you're over there in Jordan right now. That's correct. And you say it's a lovely place. Well, it's uh, it's not snowing, so that's a plus. <laughs> well, that uh, that would definitely be envious to our friends in the northern part of the country. As a matter of fact, in the, in some of the south, they got some snow down near you up in northern Florida, didn't they, John? In northern Florida, they did, but I'm about 400 miles south of that. So, you know, South Florida is kind of a different state and a different world altogether. That's a fact. And I remember when I was in radio in Tampa... Uh, it was probably, oh, I don't know, way back long ago in a galaxy far away, maybe around uh, uh, 74, uh, we had a we had an early morning snow flurry in Tampa. I remember getting the kids out of bed, but they could see snow 
but uh, <laughs> it's like I said, long ago and far away. Tracy, tell us a little bit about your career and your music. Oh, my career. Well, this is kind of a new thing. We we uh, retired from all the other things that we did in our past, such as uh, teaching English, being secretaries, flipping houses. And so now we really get to spend our time doing what our passion is, which is music. Awesome. Has the luxury. True. And so, it's good. It's good I, that you got to it's good that you got your life arranged so that you could do it because I, I'm a firm believer and people should go to whatever extreme is necessary to be able to do what they enjoy and enjoy life. It shouldn't all be about drudgery and work. Yeah, that's that's the truth. Well, this is really the passion that my husband and I both have had since we were quite young, but we just didn't have the opportunity till now. So we're going full bore. That's why we've managed to make two albums in the last year. Awesome. And and some great music there, too. The, the, the feeling comes through. You can tell that you're enjoying what you're doing. Now, this, uh, let's see, the two tracks we're playing today are from the second album? Yes, they are. Okay. And uh, the album title is? Your Love is Making Me High. Hmm, I've heard that name before. <laughs> As a matter of fact, that's the track we're going to be playing here in a few minutes. Now, have you been doing any touring, any performing? No, I haven't. There's um, there's not a whole lot of call for it here exactly where I'm at. Right. But I may in the future. I was just trying to get some original music recorded first. Okay, now let me ask you a, a slightly more personal question. You and your husband are obviously enjoying it over there, and you have the capacity to, you know, to enjoy your passion rather than having to work at a, at a uh, profession per se. Uh, are you planning to come back to the states, or are you going to stay over there, or would you rather not answer? <laughs> The future remains to be seen. If we if we have some touring opportunities, well, then definitely. Otherwise, I'm really not certain yet. We've been okay. able to enjoy uh, life on a smaller budget here and pour all of our resources into getting the equipment that we needed so we could do what we wanted to do. That is really awesome. Uh, it's it's something I think everyone should consider. I know I have regretted not having traveled internationally. Uh, I would have liked to have, but uh, didn't uh, didn't ever happen. And uh, I probably could have re-engineered my life to do it if I'd have applied myself to it. John Bon Jovial, you're sitting there awfully quiet. Well, I've just been enjoying the conversation. Um, and one of the things, Tracy, that I like to ask all of our guests when they come on, and it's more of a, an ethereal, spiritual question than anything else, but uh, what is the inspiration that has guided you in creating the music that you have, your, your muse, if you will? I think mostly it centers around love. Love, love makes love. the world go around. All you need is love. I think a famous British guy said that. <laughs> I think and it, said it. <laughs> it also makes for good music. Sure does. Well, you know, there's, there's love for your passion. There's love for someone in your life, maybe a couple of someone, especially when you have children. There's love for God. There's love for yourself to do what you need to do and take care of yourself sometimes. It's True. Awesome. True. Now, while, while we're talking about the the 
you're going from the U.S. to Jordan and your experiences there. Uh, what are your roots? Where are you from in the States? I am from a little place just east of Dallas called Rockwall, Texas. Okay. Alrighty, that I have actually heard of that. I've had a few connections down in uh, in Texas, and I have heard that name. I've never been there. I've been through Texas a few times. Didn't get to spend a lot of time there, but uh, it's one big state. I remember the first time I drove through it, uh, east to west. I didn't think we were ever going to get out of West Texas. It just kept going. <laughs> but, uh, it's the smallest county, so if you blink, you might miss it. I've been through a few places like that, too, and uh, some really wonderful spots. Uh, John turned me on to a place up in uh, up in northeastern uh, California called Lone Pine, which is a movie production capital. I mean, they have been filming there since the, uh, since the early 1920s, and it is just amazing country. But originally, when I first went up there, uh, it was one of those towns where if you blinked, you, you missed it. It was almost like the uh, welcome and sorry to see you leaving signs were on the same signpost. So I know what you mean there. Now, how long have you been over in Jordan? For almost eight years. Ah, Okay, that's uh, you, you're definitely firmly settled there. Then it's not it's not a, a new experience by any stretch of the imagination. And how does move? You never know. That's true. You don't. How does this affect? Not, obviously, it has worked for your creation of your music and everything. How does this affect your production and the dissemination, getting your music out to the people? Well. Um, Thank God for technology. We've used the internet a lot to to connect with people, and so that's probably the main way to get it out. Um, as far as production, I never thought I'd play bass guitar. So there's <laughs> a lot of things you have to do because it's necessity. We've we've had to use a lot of resources that we never would have dreamed of otherwise. I can understand that, and we we've had we have a recurring feature on the show uh, where we have. Uh, guests from various parts of the music industry. Uh, we've had uh, record industry experts and pros. We've had producers, uh, engineers. We've had disc jockeys. We've had all kinds of people uh, come in and discuss what it takes to make a career in music today. One of the things that we discussed on many occasions was the double-edged sword of modern technology uh, where it pertains to recording uh you have an advantage that has never been available in the past to be able to coordinate uh, with people around the world to get your music out to people around the world. As a matter of fact, we've had a couple of groups on who have done uh, full production with five member, four or five members that have never met. They've done it all through the Internet. One band does it all on an iPhone. They call themselves the iBand. So that is a good thing. The downside is you don't have the dissemination capabilities of a major record label behind you. So the hard part is getting your music played even more than getting it out to the people. You can get it out to the people online, but getting it, played and exposed, especially by radio stations, is a heck of a lot tougher. Yeah, that's been tricky. But I don't think even if you're in the States, you can necessarily accomplish that. It's not like people get signed by a record label after their first concert. Absolutely. Absolutely. But that's that's another point that you just brought up there. Uh, you don't have the advantage of doing a lot of touring to, to get people 
into you, get them to know you, and get hooked on your music? No, but we're not that far from Europe. We could do some tours there if there were a call for it, and that yeah. would help. Yeah, I've got, uh, we've had several artists who uh, have toured. As a matter of fact, we had a, a blues man out of uh, New York City uh, who just uh, moved he and his wife to Europe. They're now living over in Germany, so I'm familiar with that too. Now, your next tune we're going to play here in a couple of minutes is the title tune of the album, Your Love uh, Makes Me High. Uh, tell us about the song and the album concept. Oh, uh, it kind of just happened, you know, my husband put the, the music in, he recorded all the music and I went in and listened and said, okay, what is this song telling me? And that's, that's kind of what came out of it. Often well, that's a good thing. So that's, that's kind of, I mean, we've done things the other way before, which is probably more normal where you play the chords in with the guitar, the piano, and then you come up with the lyrics and build it that way we just did it a different way around and kind of started the back first and it's worked fine so it, i just i heard certain things and that's what came out it does i know a lot of times artists will sit and try to create music and then there are other times when you just get an inspiration i know a couple of artists who keep a recorder by their bedside so when they wake up with a brainstorm in the middle of the night they can record it immediately and then be able to go to work on it the next day and so I, I can understand where that happens. And you do. You have to work both sides of the fence on that. There are times when you probably do sit down intentionally to try and write some music. And then the, the occasional uh, brainstorm where something just hits you and it works for you. And it, it's apparently worked for you because I've listened to your music and like this next song we're going to play. And I, I think I tripped over the title the last time I mentioned it, so I want to get it right. It's Your Love is Making Me High. Not, cool. not to be confused with the uh, old Jackie Wilson, Your Love is Getting Me Higher, or whatever it was. But uh, you, can, you, can feel, you can feel your feeling in the music listening to it. And that's always a good thing, because if you feel it, the listeners do too. Well, I hope so. That's the goal. That's the goal, to convey a feeling, and the feeling is so much more than the words can convey by themselves. It Although is. It's important. It, yes. It's emotional. Aspect. Yes, it is. So I was yeah. probably cooking dinner when it came to me. I was probably chopping onions or something. <laughs> Often, oftentimes that happens. Your mind is somewhere else. I know I have that in some of my creative moments or, or even when I'm doing something simple like crossword puzzles or something, you get involved in doing something else and the answer you were looking for just all of a sudden appears out of nowhere. Strange, strange uh, things with the human mind. But they seem to be working for you and we're so happy that you're, uh, that you're having a good time and enjoying what you're doing. Like I said, life is entirely too short not to get the enjoyment out of it that you can and we thank you so so much for coming and spending time with us here uh, sharing a little bit of your story and we hope you keep in touch and that we hear back from you in the future maybe maybe you'll come back and see us when you've got some more new music anytime thank you david thank you john oh you're awesome welcome. thank you thank you so much tracy morris ladies and gentlemen your love is making me high
as she has to Jordan with her husband and just escape everything and concentrate on your passion, the music in her case. That's uh, It's got to be a unique experience. And you heard it right here on the David Bowers Award. Next up, we're going to have some a totally different feel for you. I think you're going to find this is a little bit more up-tempo and is uh, well, get your blood stirring a little bit, I think. They call themselves the Jangling Sparrows, and they're here with Look Away Twice. Surely does pay the price 
Yes, we can. Sounds like a telephone commercial here, Paul. What yeah. an interesting sound you guys have got. Before we go any further, tell us a little bit about that sound. I'm, I'm catching, well, I'm catching several different influences in there. Describe what you're doing to us. Well, I kind of coined the phrase uh, Zydafolk, which is, you know, it's it's goofy. I, I know it. Um, but just for the real hardcore, like, musician, music nerds, I, I would never... That go out of my way to like like make up some stupid phony name for it just came to me um so the sound itself so you're hearing some kind of like they're flirtations with different feels right so you're hearing like a little flirtation with second line a little bit in the verses and then you mm-hmm. got that that bouncy shuffle beat on the chorus um right so so uh, the influence came from um <clears throat> it just came from playing I was doing a duo show, so I'm a songwriter, kind of a pure okay. songwriter, right? Okay. And so, and I write a lot in the folk and country and alt-country genres and, you know, just rock. So I was doing a duo with my buddy who was playing squeeze, or we started flirting with the squeeze box, and uh, we went to this show, and we get there, and the place is wall-to-wall people, and we don't even have room the little corner they have like the musicians set up in we don't have room to bring the keyboards in at all so oh, i'm like i made a I made a command decision on the moment like you're not playing keyboards on anything tonight you're just playing squeeze box because that's all we can fit so <laughs> so during the course of the show i just noticed that a lot of the songs that i'm playing like just something about the squeeze box and the wash the, the, the sonic quality that it has i just started really playing with different rhythms on a lot of the same songs that i have and some of those came out like Bo Diddley beats or like ska feels or, or like second line feels. And we, I just, we were, both of us went back after that show. We're like, this is good. So I don't know what this is, but this is good. So we started working on it a little more. 
and then started bringing it to the band. Like, let's take some of these songs and rethink them and, and do, you know, so then that's, that's what you're hearing. Amazing. Like and that, of, that does, that does explain the different sounds that you're getting there. And I don't think, uh, I don't think you really came up with a goofy name. Uh, uh, all musical subgenres have names that uh, I suppose if we looked at them, you know, prior know to their. Is, look, if I, I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, like, I just mean that, like, if I were, like, a, like a, 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 just a total music nerd, like, back when, I, like, before I started really pursuing this that seriously, you know, I was just like every other music nerd. I was, like, really judgmental. Everything stunk. And if I heard that back, like, in those days, I'd be like, that's so pretentious. Sorry to focus. So stupid. You know, <laughs> so I just want to, like, that's, that would have been me. Totally would have been me. But... Like we just, I just thought of the name. We were running around. We were driving on tour, and it just kind of popped out. And then my first thought was, you can't use that. I can't use this. It's so corny. But then I'm like, you know what? Screw it. Let me use it. You know? I don't know. I, I like it. All these subgenre names start out, they're going to sound rather strange. I mean, let's face it. If somebody had come to us back in the 60s and asked us what we thought of disco funk, <laughs> you know what what restaurant carries that you know where to, what's in it but uh no, right. i don't think it's i don't think it's that off the wall at all i think it's uh actually i think you hit the nail on the head don't you john i do i i i like it the 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 name uh the that you've come up with uh is for me based on what i just heard with the Zydeco influence that you've got in there, Jangling Sparrows just seems to be a natural. Uh, now, I don't know if you purposely meant to come up with a New Orleans kind of a sound, but, brother, you did, and it sounds great. Good. I, no, I, I, it's, it's, it, I would call them more, like, I, I look at them more as flirtations rather than going straight. To, like, to me, the music still has to stay rock and roll and stay true as a song, like a songwriter-driven piece. But now I have all these fun new rhythms that I can really look at and see how we can, like, you know, play with some things, you know. It's just a sure. new tool in my tool belt for creating. Well, tell us, tell us about the, uh, well, you start, said you started out as a duo. So tell us about your partner in the duo, and then perhaps you can tell us a little more about the, uh, the guys in the full band. Yeah, I mean, I go through lineup changes the way, I mean, I mean, it's, I don't even you know, I'm I'm rehearsing with a new unit actually Sunday already, um, and I've already been through a rhythm section since that album, and and uh, and I'm finished recording another one with the new rhythm section who is also gone. Um, but that is the nature of the name of the band, by the way. Jangling Sparrows uh, came out. I came up with that exactly. It's kind of sarcastic because it's it's gotcha. supposed to be like this image of like people that I can't keep in the band. They either have too right. much going on or they can't tour or this or that, you know? So it's always changing. Um, so my buddy Eric was a keyboard player and um, we were doing a duo thing for now. He's, he's also since moved on, but he was with me for a couple of years, which is the longest I think anyone's been with me. Um, but he was down to tour. So we started, we started hitting the road and, uh, and he has a key. He he was just playing keyboards. He's a keyboardist, and you know I, I wasn't happy with the duo show, you know, because mm-hmm. I don't want to rag on keyboard players, but like 
they just can, if they're not used right in folk and, and in rock, they can really destroy, I don't know. It just, the whole set just sounded like adult com- contemporary. I just didn't like it. I didn't know what to do with right. it. Right. Well, um, yeah, and you've got to have the, you've got to have musicians that are, you know, going to, going to be comfortable and want to do what you have in mind or you're you're just not going to meld together. You're just going to basically have studio musicians that, as you say, they they come and they go. Yeah, and that's that's what I'm hoping for. I mean, my big my big gra- like uh, I'm I have no problem telling new people like, hey, this is what's going on right now. This is, makes for a very successful night out. It's a great show. I just need you to be able to plug into this for now. Now, if you want to stay with it and I can start bringing in new material, and then we can really bring out your creative side. But for now, I just need you to plug into what I already have going on. And that seems to make sense to people. And you've got a good sound coming out of it. So I, I, as the old saying goes, the proof's in the pudding. I'd say, you, uh, I'd say you've got a good handle on it. John, you look like you've got a uh, contribution. I'm just you know, going to repeat what you said. The, uh, the, the thought process, to me, is obvious of what, you went through to achieve this sound and you call it a flirtation. If you'd like, call it a style, uh, you know, call it uh, anything that you want to. But the fact is very few of the musicians that we have come on board. This show are original, have an original thought and you do. (laughs) And that's why that, that, that's what I like about this. You have, an original thought when it comes to the making of this music, the thought behind the music, the production of the music, and the blending of not only a good Zydeco, good time, New Orleans kind of sound, but you've also have not abandoned the roots of rock and roll with it. It's to me, it's just good time music. And yeah, it, it, and that's 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 kind of like. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. This is your this is this is your platform. You go ahead. Well, no, it's it's very important to me that the stuff. See, I, I have a whole. First of all, it's very important to me that the songs stay songs, rather than like we can go off and we can play with them, and now we have these new rhythms to work with and stuff like that. But make no mistake, I write all this stuff on an acoustic guitar on my couch, usually with a six pack. You know what I mean? Like right. And and like that's that's the heart of it, you know. So there's lyrical content in a lot of these songs that a good listener can really appreciate. But right. if you don't want to, you don't have to. Yeah, um, you've got music that stands stay, by its own. Also to stay true to, like, just the tenets of rock and roll are important to me, you know. Like, everybody, everybody seems so ready to kiss label butt, you know, even before mm-hmm. they're even, even before they're even approached. You're right. just, you're super slick and you're super ready, but I'm like, you know, I I play in the indie Americana genre, and that's that's to me where rock and roll went after it wasn't pop music anymore. So to me, like, what I do is the place we have left to say what we want, however we want to say it. You know what I mean? If it's a little bit different, it's a little bit different. You know? Yeah. You well, know, another, another thing about the no, go ahead, Dave. Go ahead. I was just going to toss in a quick thought here. What you've got is, is it's flirtations with different styles and genres. And when you come right down to it, that is Americana music. The influence sure. of all the many genres, the jazz, the uh, the soul, the, the, the old gospel music, Irish music, uh, Scottish music, all of these different music styles have blended in to become Americana. John? 
Absolutely, you know, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and one of the other things, and I and and this just struck me too. One of the other things I liked about that song is if I'm driving somewhere and I arrive at my destination, I turn the car off and I get out of the out of the car. Uh, except on occasion, if there's a song that comes on the radio and I'm digging on it, I'll turn the engine off, but I'll keep the radio going so I can hear the end of it. I would do that with this song. <laughs> that's like the highest praise you can give. That that's like the five of five for the for yeah. just any listener. And he's well, right. Look, you know, I mean, we're 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 not trying to shuck and jive. We're not trying to you know placate you by saying, oh, that's really nice, and not really mean it. I mean, on this show, if we think somebody you know is not that good, I mean, we're not going to be rude and saying, oh, you know, God, you suck. That's terrible. But you know, we're not going <laughs> to go out of our way show. to compliment them either. But you know, uh, it, well, it, listen, man, I I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. And by the way, um, it just I always try to make a point of at least throwing a, a compliment to what, like, just the fact that you guys do this. You like, I can't do what I do without guys like you. So I appreciate that as well. Well, thank you much. In oh, forty seconds left here, Paul. Tell us about this next. We're going to play "Burning a Hole." You go ahead. <laughs> That's just downbeat. See, this is where I go back. That's just downbeat rock and roll. That's just the straight rock and roll song, and it happens to be Burn. about where I grew up. It's sort of like my Burn, doc of the burning day. Burning a hole. But, yeah, but I just I I I go straight for the straight TikTok rock and roll on this one. Awesome, Paul. Take be sure to keep in touch with us because we do like to keep track of our guests and their careers, Absolutely. where they're going, what they're doing, what's going on with you have a page on Facebook, uh, David Bowers, page. you can any of your music news on their new releases, touring, uh, new members, whatever you want to share with your public, that's what the page is there for. You're always yep. a part of our family, so there's always a place for you on our stage to come back and bring us more new music and uh, with us. We're happy to right be here with awesome. us. <laughs> Thanks so much. You here. You're absolutely welcome. Look forward to and ladies and gentlemen, Paul Edelman, and the group is called Jangling Sparrows. This is Burning a Hole.
And also we want to thank the lovely Tracy Morris for spending time uh, speaking to us at uh, 12, 12, 1 o'clock in the morning from Jordan uh, and sharing her music and her and her husband's vision and uh, wonderful experiences over there in the Middle East and getting away from the hustle and bustle of the American lifestyle for a little while. We want to thank you all for joining us and listening and invite you to come back and listen again next time. Now, John Bon Jovial, I think it's time us home. Yes, indeed, sir. And uh, you have just spent another hour with us here at the David Bowers Awards, and we are grateful for your attendance this week, and we hope that you'll join us next week. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona, and is available for absolutely free on Blog Talk Radio. You'll also find us on YouTube, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spreaker, Amazon Alexa devices, as well as SoundCloud, MixCloud, and all these other places where you can get your free podcast download. Be sure to click the follow link 
link on our Blog Talk Radio page and like the David Bowers Awards on Facebook as well as Twitter. Join us next week. Please, we'd really appreciate it if you would for the David Bowers Awards, Saturdays at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFZ 106.3 FM. That's Rochester Free Radio and Blog Talk Radio, Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and, of course, 7 p.m. UTC for more great indie music and talk with the artists that make it happen. So until next week, for The David Bowers and Nick the Geek and all the other morons here at The David Bowers Awards, I am yours truly, the legendary John Bon Jovial, saying be good to each other, love each other, and we'll see you next week right here on The David Bowers Awards. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.